And I say to so many women out there constantly when they're like, Anna, because I've beaten anxiety, I used to be medicated to the to the eyeballs um, on Xanax, daily Xanax, and then another one that it was two medications um, that I, you know, came off through yoga, through meditation and sleep and wellness and supplement, you know, um, fueling my body with, with whole foods. But um, I always say, if you really checked in, so as a woman and man, but as a person, I should say, um, and you are someone that has a lot of anxiety or feelings of anxiousness, check in and check your, how are you actually sleeping? Because I can guarantee more times than not, your trigger for anxiety is actually lack of sleep. Hello listeners and welcome along to the Mind to Lead podcast, the podcast where leaders are made. Whether you're a CEO, manager, teacher or parent, I believe everybody can be a leader. My mission is to help my listeners understand the skills, traits and mindset of what it takes to become an exceptional leader. I'm your host, Georgie Hubbard, business owner, career and mindset coach. So if you're ready to discover the mindset it takes to lead, then this is the podcast for you. Hey guys, before we jump into today's episode, I wanted to jump on and talk to you about something that I am super excited about. So you may or may not know, but I've developed a course. It's a 12-day masterclass called Life Reimagined. In this course, you're going to start to understand yourself at a deeper level. You're going to build your self-belief so you have the courage to work towards your dreams. You're going to build thriving relationships with people who love and support you. You're going to establish winning morning routines and build life-changing habits. All of these lessons and all of this material are things that I wish I knew 10 years ago. And it wasn't until that I understood myself, it wasn't until that I had winning habits and routines that my life changed for the better. Now, I want to give you this for the next 14 days for free. That's right, for free. Because now is the time to be working on you. Now is the time to get clear on what you want. Let's grow through this and not just go through this. So if you're ready to take your life to the next level, jump across to The Mind to Lead, www.themindtolead.com and let's get you from where you are now to where you want to be. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I look forward to speaking to you again soon, guys. Have a beautiful day. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Mind to Lead with the one and only Anna Rose Richards on the Isolation Series. Anna, how are you today? I am phenomenal, beautiful. I was just getting, I was sharing it across to Facebook. I know we go live on Facebook and then obviously if you're listening back to this, it's on a Thursday, but uh, yeah, I was just getting it across, but I'm amazing. How are you? Yeah, really, really well. Feeling really good this week. It's been, uh, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a great week. Just uh, learning lots, uh, you know, lots of exciting things happening, and um, yeah, just, just feeling really good. I guess considering we're in what week four now of this uh, five. Sorry, apologies. Five. I'm losing track of the time. I was like Georgina, week five. <laughs> this is what happens when you'd have like, you know, your, your whole life turns upside down and there's no structure. Like, you know, I said to Carl when I woke up today, I was like, is it Monday today? 
because it just obviously the weekends aren't really a thing right now you know I mean I remember chatting to you on Friday and I was just like you know what you up to this weekend and you were like nothing and I'm like nothing maybe bump into you around the complex but it's it's crazy it's just these times that we're living in right now um but yeah, look, I thought, um, you know, as we're sort of coming to the end of the series, uh, we've got today and next week, but I, I really wanted to touch upon something that I think would be really beneficial for the uh, the audience to discuss something that is very passionate, well, we're both really passionate about, and that is well-being and wellness. Um, yes. So yeah, I guess let's, let's go there today. Let's talk about our mental and our physical well-being. Because when I think wellness, I don't know about you, but I think of mind, body, spirit. Um, so let's talk about what your, I guess, thought is on well-being and uh, let's get your opinion on, yeah, sort of we'll, we'll go from there, I guess. Amazing. Yeah. When you had said, let's go here today on this uh, series, I was mind, body, soul. Yes. Because it is something obviously we're both very passionate about. Um, but I suppose for me, when you said, I was like, well, this is everything. I said, you know, well being and our mindset practices around it, essentially. I suppose to me, in hindsight, if you go back and you listen to the four other episodes that we've already done, we speak to it essentially without giving it a name. But everything that we have discussed so far and we'll discuss today um, around routine, around health, around daily practices, ultimately to me is all about well-being. Um, so I have, you know, why I show up the way that I show up today and how I can show up, how I show up today, boldly, healthily, um, you know, energetically, I absolutely fundamentally put down to my wellbeing practices. And I know I said off screen, I said how um, it's the ethos that I live by around eating, moving, speaking, thinking and earning. That's a big one for me as well. Like I love myself. Um, and then what that looks like is, you know, showing up for myself. So it's different in every, in every area, but it's not at the same time. So eating healthy food, food that, you know, serves my highest good every single day. And I know last week we were laughing and I said, you know, I still eat hot chips. I still drink champagne lots. Um, but 80, 90% of the time, my well-being practice for my health, the body aspect is, is food that serves my highest good. And to fuel my body so I can show up every single day feeling phenomenal. It's it's the truth. It's when people ask me how I am and I say phenomenal, I am phenomenal. I, it is I am an embodiment of it. I feel fantastic because I eat healthily. I move, so then moving like I love myself. I I do not train for physicality. I train for mental well-being uh, and performance. Essentially, I'm doing triathlons well when they're back, um, but it's never been. I've never moved or punished my body to look a certain way. I don't exercise to to you know for physicality. It's not to look a certain way. It's literally for my mindset, for my mental well-being, uh, and then to have fun with it as well. Then thinking like I love myself, that's a huge one around gratitude. Um, big one around gratitude. So what am I grateful for every day? Again, sincerely, it's that practice of gratitude, understanding that the highest energy is joy and the fastest way to get to joy is gratitude. Speaking like I love myself, I will not put myself down. My, and it, it, I mean, 
no, I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect. So I still absolutely catch myself. But speaking like I love myself, it's the internal dialogue as much as it's the external dialogue. So for me, you know, speaking like I love myself, I might even in here say um, something negative about myself, but it's about catching that thought and saying something beautiful instead. So uh, I am well, I am safe. Louise Hay affirmations, which I'm obsessed with. Um, And then earning like I love myself is just a a whole other um, kettle of fish. However, I'm passionate about that. And that became part of my repertoire of well-being because I think, you know, having financial security is important to be able to, you know, eat, uh, eat, move, think, speak like you love yourself. You don't need money, but it's absolutely part of well-being. I truly believe that. I, I, I absolutely love that. And I just love that whole formula there that you just discussed. And yeah, I guess, I guess for me, like I can just completely agree with everything you just said there. So, I mean, movement has always been a big part of my life ever since I was uh, a young girl. I, I was very fortunate that I grew up in a home where exercise was just constantly reinforced. You know, my dad would be going to the gym five times a week. My mum would always be disappearing to do yoga, Pilates, aerobics. We ate a very healthy diet um, from a very young age. Now, I know that I am probably you know, in the unique percentage there, because a lot of people, you know, they do grow up and they, they do have parents who, look, were doing the best that they, they can and, and the best they, they knew how, but unfortunately they didn't know how what, what good nutrition looked like. So I think for me, it's just always been a, a natural thing that I have understood. Um, and I guess one thing that I'm very grateful for, for my parents for is teaching me the, the fundamentals of good exercise, good eating habits. And that's just something that I've had throughout my whole life, which I'm very grateful for. However, speaking to the whole, you know, moving like you love yourself, eating like you love yourself, you know, I have also been through, you know, times in my life where I haven't done that, where you mm. know, when I was in my teenage years, you know, I was moving because I wanted to look a certain way and I was eating because I wanted to be slim you know where and it, it took me a long time you know a lot of my early 20s to really start to love myself enough to fuel my body with good foods and to move because i want to stay fit and healthy not because i want to look a certain way and that yeah. was a journey that i went on and but now more than ever i'm even more passionate about eating good foods that are going to fuel me and moving because i want to stay physically fit and active not because i want to punish my body or you know so I think there's a lot of things there's a lot of you know especially women out there that can probably pretty relate to that you know and I think that but but now it's like you know going getting it's so easy to get out of routine which is which is more important now than ever to be still moving and but moving for the right reasons you know exactly so, absolutely so yeah I guess, well yeah you I think in the isolation period, if there was anything that was going to potentially break me, it would have been the the gym. The gym was taken from me, us, overnight. And I could have struggled with that. That was the one thing because I I move for my mental health. We are all busy. We lead busy lives. Um, I'm on a lot of electronics all day, every day. I love to just have that time to move my body in the morning, swim, run, lift weights, all of it. And however, being conscious of that 
going, this could be the thing that really messes with my mindset immediately. And I know we've talked about it lots on this um, podcast, but I went, okay, well, what can I do? Not, so this is a really important thing that we could sort of say with your mindset, I I suppose, Um, but it's asking a better question. So instead of saying, well, why is this happening? Or why, you know, why is this happening to me? I asked a better question of, well, what can I do about it? What can I do in this moment with what I've got to feel good and to nourish my body and not punish it? And it was the running. It was the, the, I thought, well, I'm not, I wasn't good at it and I hadn't done it in a long time. I know with my try, I'd been training a little bit more with it, um, but it was only a 4K run. So, but I thought, well, what can I do? Well, I can run. I've got a body because I've got no gym equipment. So I was like, well, I've got a body and we're allowed to leave the house once a day for for exercise and I thought well that's a brilliant one to do because it it gets me out so there's the mental health state of well-being with being out um, in nature essentially even if that is a sidewalk and it was it was nourishing for my body it was a nourish don't punish so and I've loved it I've fallen back in love with running I said to Morgs you know we're definitely going to keep this up when um, the gyms reopen and it was just something that I then was like okay I am going to run to fuel my body and feel good and my mental state. Um, And it's the same thing, I think, with food at the moment. And again, I'm definitely more relaxed in isolation with no guilt and no judgment. I think that's the biggest thing that we can ever gift ourselves. Um, But again, how just check in, I think, is the big thing. I think in general in life, but this is an isolation series, check in and just see how you're feeling. And if your well-being has been suffering, well, what's the choice that you can make today in any of those areas? For me, that's just what I know with well-being. It's like moving, eating, speaking, thinking, earning, but the four core, um, what can you, what area can you choose to work on to make yourself feel better at the moment? Because if it is, I know we keep talking about alignment as well, which I love. If um, you are drinking more wine and, and, you know, and everyone is, and it's okay, there's no judgment, right? No judgment and no guilt. But if you are waking up, not feeling fantastic too many days in a row, or you are noticing that you're feeling more sluggish or whatever it is, then your body is the miracle gift trying to get your attention to say, Eek, that's not serving us. Can we just pump the brakes or can we, you know, can we stop that for a little while? Um, and I loved, we're doing a thing in our team at the moment, in our business, a four week boot camp. So the mind, body, soul boot camp. And we've got this phenomenal life coach, Alila. Um, actually, you should have her on the podcast and she's coaching the team and she talks about food, right? And I think this is such a big one on um, at the moment, obviously, again, in isolation. we all, Everyone ran out and, and bought bags of pasta and yeah, rice and me mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, everyone's not moving and eating more carbs. It's crazy. <laughs> But um, but she was talking about, and it really, really hit home for me, how there's primary food and then there's secondary food in our life. And if you're, pr- and it's almost like primary isn't, f- food isn't just what we eat, right? We're sustained in because of our relationships. We're sustained and we, we feel full because of conversations and spiritual practices and um, exercise and um, I s- I said exercise, relationships, so all these things, if those things are out of whack, 
So if our relationships aren't where we want them to be, if they're not sort of a level 10, if our, um, you know, our meditation practice, if that's something that you do, if you've, if you've dropped that or you're not doing that, if you aren't moving your body like you love yourself, so nourish not to punish, then you are, you're, you're, you're not nourished, right, from a primary food perspective. And so that is when people do start to binge more or drink more or kind of not make choices that are in their highest good. So, yeah, all week we've had a focus on health um, and and having people look at, well, what are some other core areas? Is it going for a walk for 10 minutes in nature that's going to fill you, nourish you, replenish you, so you're not going to then reach for the things that don't make you feel good from a, a well-being perspective? So it's been really fun. It's been a really interesting, cool week um, that's, yeah, to I- learn. And I think it's just constant learning. And I think the more you learn, the more you realize you don't know, right? So, I mean, that's that's two huge ones there. So exercise, so move your body, whether you go for a walk in nature, just a 20-minute brisk walk. But the main thing is get your heart rate up. You know, like you want to get your heart rate up. You want to feel energy, you know? So move your body yeah. as much as you can during this time. Eat, you know, just nourish yourself with with whole foods i think you know that the main thing is like you know eat eat holds eat, eat foods that are not processed you know like your body deserves to be filled with the best you know so lots of vegetables you know i mean i i am plant-based so you know i i won't go into that but there was a that was a big decision in my life that i made you know almost two years ago now and it was i can honestly say it was the best decision i've ever made so there's a couple of things that i obviously do daily there which is obviously work out eat nutritious a plant-based diet and also another big thing that i really want to talk about is sleep because mm. I feel like sleep is just something that doesn't get talked about enough and when people think wellness they go fitness food but sleep isn't something that often comes up and when we don't get enough sleep we do we don't want to exercise and we make poor mm-hmm. food choices and you know and then we we don't we don't recover as well we feel more stressed and anxious and i think um we've spoken about this before as well like um i think a lot of my anxiety was actually linked to a lack of poor sleep so um, 100%. i'd love to know what your sort of sleep routines are because I think it's a really big one for people to really start prioritizing their sleep for their well-being. Absolutely. So I am really passionate about health. I am a uh, proud hustler in business. I work hard. I'm ambitious. I'm um, all those things. But I will never say and do not believe in you can sleep when you're dead. And I'm like, stuff that. You're dead. Yeah. No you know, of course you can sleep because you're dead and you're probably dead because you didn't get enough sleep. Um, So I am such an ambassador of sleep and there's a phenomenal, um, Joe Rogan interviewed a a world leading scientist on sleep. He's dedicated his scientific career to uh, researching the effects of sleep and the effects of lack of sleep on your body. And it was mind blowing when I listened to this, but it was, you know, saying things like, um, and I, you feel it. If you check in, I always say to people as well, I know, but I say to people often um, when they're drinking and the next day they have a hangover, I, I, I mean, yes, it's toxic. So there is, you, you are detoxing. There's like an alcohol detox. But I also say I truly believe part of that is because you haven't really slept that well uh, because of the sugar spikes overnight. And it's a sleep it's a sleep thing as much as it is an alcohol thing. But anyway, 
So this guy goes on to talk about how um, the you know getting a lack of sleep over you know the co continuous nights in a row is this and then trying to function is the same as having you know a mild case of brain damage. Like there's science on this, um, and I I'll, we'll have to get it and put it in the show notes because it is a really powerful um, podcast to listen to. But I always say so. Being someone who is very well and very passionate about health, um, I'm, I'm very in tune with my body. And I know the number one trigger for me with pretty much anything, not getting results that I should be getting physically, um, feelings of anxiousness that pop back up, which is super unusual for me, um, moodiness. So, low, you know, my mood's off. Sleep. Mm. It is all connected to sleep. Better pillow. Um, diffuse lavender. That's what I. These are all the things I do. And see, come back to me when you focus on that. She came back to me and she was like, "It is a miracle. Like this is the first time in the longest time that I'm on top of my anxiety." And she's like, "But I'm getting better sleep." So I'm, I'm just like, sleep is the elixir to health. I really believe it. Uh, and so my nighttime routine is I'm a five a.m.er, and I know you are too. So to do that, I still need seven to eight hours. I'm I'm good with seven. I'm I'm an okay. I can thrive off seven. Some are like I would die. I need eight to nine. So first of all, know that know your number. I'm really good. I can thrive with seven, um, but usually eight's the magic number, right? So know the number though that. And I believe scientifically, there's so much science. It's not less than seven. People that actually like, oh no no, I'm I can go like do well off four hours, you are actually knocking years and years, potentially a decade off your life and go and look at the science. This is not me just, you know, saying this airy fairy. Um, so yeah, minimum seven, aim four, um, and then have a routine. So we're all so obsessed with, you know, morning routines and I am as well, but what does your nighttime routine look like? Get a good pillow, invest in a pillow, We'll spend $300 on a dress for, you know, an event um, that we wear once, but we might not spend $100 on a pillow that we spend half of our life on. Um, so get a good pillow uh, and then have a routine. So you're amazing at this, Georgie. I know you're like no screens. Like, so you can do your routine as well. Um, but mine is definitely no screens um, after nine because I usually nine to 10 is like my nervous system unwinding time so nine till ten and i'll go to sleep anytime within there no lights in the bedroom it's like a soft lamp so there's no lights um i'll shower by candlelight it's like my special delight um and i will always then lavender diffusing in the bedroom um soft lighting and a book and morgs is great because he's like he he will go to sleep in 0.2 seconds if he reads, um, but I need some more time to to unwind my nervous system. But yeah, I have a, I have a nighttime routine because otherwise, I you know you exactly that your nervous system is so wound up from being stressed in the day from you know whatever from um, our phones the electronics the kids stressed whatever. 
that it, you need that time to slowly unwind and then get a deep restorative sleep. And that's why you wake up and you know this, go through yours because I know you're phenomenal at it, but you wake up and it's like, right, let's go. Let's, let's get at the day instead of like, oh my God, I'm hitting snooze. And, and I get it. If you have poor sleep, of course, because sleep is everything. But what's your nighttime routine? Yes, I definitely have got really strict with this. So, um, you know, there was a point in my life when I launched my first business where I was not prioritizing my sleep. And I was wondering like why I was, my anxiety was really bad. I was, you know, really struggling to take deep breaths and you know, having sort of like mild panic attacks a lot. And it wasn't until I really started looking into the science of sleep that you just said there that I realized, yeah, I'm definitely not getting enough sleep. Or I'd be going into bed, but my mind would still be so busy because I've been like on yeah. social and I've been working. But I've been working and then just going straight into bed. So I'm really strict with it now. And there's a few things that I do absolutely every single night, and that is I I eat early, so I don't go to bed with a full stomach. So I normally eat my dinner around between anywhere between five and six, which might be super early for some people. But I also like to fast until the next morning, so I don't typically have breakfast until nine o'clock the next day. So I like to give myself that window to let my body digest my food and heal and um, you know reset basically so I eat a good few hours before I go to bed um, I do um, watch you know something on the, the TV just to unwind but then around sort of eight o'clock I will get into bed I will cool down the room so there's a lot of science around mm. the temperature of the room I think it's about 20 degrees uh, that's optimum for sleep I will put all of the lights down I won't have a big bright light when I'm reading I'll just have yep. my little um, side lamp and I'll read for 30 minutes to half an hour I'm sorry 30 minutes to an hour and then what I'll do is I've actually started doing this in the last um, six months I do a nighttime meditation and it's, mm. it's just it's just a breathing 10 minute breathing one um, guided and that just again slows down my nervous system and by the time you know that finishes I am literally ready to sleep I mean my, my husband yeah. Kyle who lies next to me he's a bit like Morgan he's bang out like a light bulb and I, yeah. and sometimes if I haven't done my my routine like I'll be looking at him going oh there you are just snoring away <laughs> I'm joking doesn't snore but you know yeah. I, I have a busy mind so you know I, I have to have those practices in place to really slow me down um and just one other thing I like to do at the end of the day before I get into bed is just just reflect on the day as well and and just give some appreciation and go what have I been grateful for today? You know, what have I enjoyed today? And, and what could I do better tomorrow? And just that nice little reflection piece and then setting my intentions for the next day, it just, again, just really helps me just get everything out. You know, I think this is the thing, we don't wanna to go to bed with a full with a full mind. So I write down yeah. what I need to do the next day, if I've missed anything, what my intentions are. So by the time I get into my bed, my comfy bed because I bought myself a good mattress you know like good girl. we always laugh you know with like our cars you know like we own our cars outright and we don't drive a you know a luxurious car but that's because I prioritize other things so like you know I would rather buy a really good mattress than drive around in a you know quarter of a million dollar car you know like there's certain things that I prioritize and health is always going to be number one for me so yeah. good bed yeah, good yeah. pillows all for that as well um but yeah, they're just sort of my, my evening practices that I don't miss. And I think, and it's so powerful. You have to um, link me this 
nighttime meditation. I'm so keen to, to, to do that one. And I think when I'm listening to this, I'm like, I can hear people's objections if they're listening to this already. Like, oh, that sounds so hard. Or like, it's like, God, I just get into bed and put on Netflix. And that's okay. But if you want to live, and I know you say this so beautifully, that level 10 life, these are the little things that you can do. And people, do, like, you'll get the comments. I always say it's going to be easy to do and it's easy going to be not to do with your well-being practices. But it's like so many people, so people will say to me, Anna, you know, how do you have this energy or how are you living this life? And I'm like, well, I have this, this you know, daily practices and I eat well and I move my body and I, you know, da-da-da-da-da and I have a nighttime routine. And then it's almost like, and you can give them everything, but it's ultimately up to them to choose to implement it, to change their life. But often people just want to stay stuck in that comfort zone. So if you are someone that was just listening to that, telling yourself a story that it sounds not convoluted, but like, oh, you know, it sounds, I'd rather just get into bed and watch Netflix. Sure, we still watch Netflix often, always. But it's like, but also what, I would say how you do anything is how you do everything. So where in your life are you telling yourself that story? Like, oh, well, I'm just comfortable where I am. If you're not where you want to be yet, do you know what I mean? It's like, but you could implement a nighttime routine, say, if you haven't been and completely transform your life. That's it. Exactly. And and, and you said it beautiful, uh, beautifully earlier as well. You said about, you know, what we, the, the stories we tell ourselves and how we speak as well. And so this goes on to another well-being practice that I do daily as well. I know you do daily. Like the, one of the first things I say to myself when I wake up is not, oh, I haven't had enough sleep or not, oh, another day or, oh, what? I wake up every single day and literally the first thing I say to myself is, I am so grateful to be alive today. This is going to be an amazing day. And it, it, Kyle will like literally like, because he, he laughs at me sometimes because I, I actually record my affirmations on my uh, my phone, on my voice app. So I literally hit play on all of my affirmations and they're things like, you know, you are enough and you know, the universe is abundant. And this may all sound really woo-woo, right? But I have done this religiously now for the last... Um, six months um, it's taken up a step I've always used affirmations but I've actually now used the power of my voice um, yeah. and wow it, it is it is a very very powerful practice and that is literally the first thing I hit play on in the morning um, and it just again just primes my mind to just sharp that day the best that I can be so I'd love to know what you say to yourself and how you go about what's the first thought what's the first words out of your mouth as you rise and, and get on and go through your day. Total gratitude as well. I have this theory, we were talking about this the other week, uh, but I have this theory about, and sincerely about like every day is, is the best day of my life. Mm. But so why is it the best day of my life? Well, because I got given another day and I'm, I, um, it's almost, I just finished a book, The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday highly recommend everyone highly recommend him as an author all of his stuff um but it's almost like sto um stoicism he talks about it that's like what the whole book is about but like being okay and in love with your mortality mm. and that i am just like well today so my first thought and it it takes practice let yeah. me say that down the mic and still often i can wake up and like think oh i've got to do no anna I am grateful. I'm alive. It's going to be the best day of my life. So, and it will take time mm -hmm. to build that habit and practice, but, it, but I'm the exact same. 
So I am so grateful. Morgs laughs at me most mornings. Um, but then I actually do something. So it's called scripting, essentially. It's something that my best friend taught me. Um, I'd always spoken, so was raised to, to believe that it's the truth. It is science. I'm like, you speak things into being. So you speak life or death over your life. Uh, you know, we have the vision boards and everyone does all those things. Um, but scripting is basically just taking your the life that, you know, you will live, that you want to live, like the big stuff, like every aspect of it and putting it in a story with yourself in it. Um, and so I have that and I read that to myself every single morning. So I am on my phone. I, I am on my phone. I'll get up. So the thing goes off. I'm so grateful. I'm alive. I've been gifted another day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And then I read, you know, my script, which is all about the life that I am currently creating for myself but it's future pacing it's like you know I look at my bank account and it's you know the millions of dollars and I um you know at baby just everything that I want to call into my life and speak in existence I read about every single day and then I begin my day and I always always give to myself first so um still I'm all about this is where it's the eating moving thinking speaking earning lucky love yourself so then it's like which we've gone over, but it's, you know, going for the run or going to the gym, having the superfood smoothie. I know we've said um, off camera, but I know we're both huge on supplementation um, because we just aren't getting enough um, nutrients in our food today. We're not, even if you eat 100% organic plant-based, we just need some help, ashwagandha, things like that. And that's actually another thing with the nighttime routine. Um, you know, I have magnesium. So I have a, a magnesium um, vitamin before bed, which helps with um, sleep and health. Uh, I have a tonic, which has got ashwagandha in it. I know you were saying you love ashwagandha as well. So which, which is an adaptogen, which goes in your body and adapts. So there's so much that we can do for ourselves to live this level 10 life. It's just about making that conscious decision to choose it every day and create the habits of waking, having that thought, I, you know, I'm grateful, I'm so grateful, whatever it is that you want to create. Um, and then affirmations, I love that. Um, and mine was just, mine's a scripting. And then fueling your body with something beautiful, nourishing, it's so important and moving it like you love it not to punish it um and then reading something I'll always read I'm obsessed with reading and as I know you are as well and so reading something and then I can start my day yeah. so by the time I show up for my first call my first meeting my first any email I am full mm. everyone's getting my overflow they're not getting pissed off depleted Anna they're getting sincerely vibrant genuinely radiant here to serve I've got all the energy in the world for you what's up yeah. and that's because of the well-being practices without a doubt yeah I, I and I second that completely because it wasn't until I implemented these wellness practices and I really started looking after myself both physically and mentally that my life did go to the next level and you know I think that it's something that we can't ignore now and especially now more than ever I think you know making sure that you are prioritizing your health and your wellness and just your your mind every day and I, I mean I have a process it's called mind feeding and basically what that means is that I, I will wake up and I will read something or I'll listen to something I will basically again in the morning spend some time just filling my mind with some goodness and that could be listening yeah. to just just a 10 minute motivational speech or it could be reading a, a chapter of my book but 
I, I always do it because it's so easy to wake up, check your emails, check the news, check your social, and then straight away you're on everybody else's time, you're dealing with everybody else's problems. Well, I don't yeah. check my emails or anything until after I've had I've done all of my routine and have my breakfast and then I go okay now I'm ready to show up for others because I have filled up myself first and I know that's exactly what you do every day so I think now more than ever during this time during this pandemic we we it's shining a light on our daily disciplines and the way we live our life and I I truly believe that if you can establish some better habits and better routines and some better well-being practices you are going to come out of this you know not only a more healthier more vibrant person but you will be stronger physically and mentally as well yeah so I truly believe that and I I think to help people if they're stuck, so if you're listening and you don't know, it, it, it all sounds amazing and you don't do, you do some of it, but not all of it, or you do none of it. My biggest advice I've always said uh, from 10 years of slowly changing my life and implementing this is choose one thing. Yeah. Like what's the one thing? Is it, are you someone that knows they desperately need to clean up their diet? start there that's your one thing so you're going to start to choose in the morning because how you start your day is how you end it choose, that's the one for the next month 30 days you're going to commit to um, fueling your body with something really something that you love too don't make it bland or boring like but choose a healthy way to start your day food wise uh, and then if if you're pretty good with that and you can know you could do better do better but if it's like movement if you're like I know I need to move my body more. I need to, you know, nourish it and not punish it. Start there. That's going to be your one thing. Um, so, you know, set an alarm and get up and go and move your body in a way that feels good. And it could just be a walk. Go for a walk. Um, if it's a mindset thing, it's all mindset. But if it's uh, gratitude, you're pretty good with the other two, but you just know that implementing a good gratitude practice will be life-changing, start there. Do your gratitude non-negotiable 30 days. Cross it off on a calendar. Get the habit. Because um, I just, yeah, I'm, I just think if we come at habits and well-being practices and we try and do it all really quick, if you're not right. someone that is used to this, it becomes overwhelming. And then you, you can judge yourself and beat yourself up because, you know, you skipped a day, whatever. Start with one thing. So I'd love to, yeah, if you are listening and you do this and you do start to implement one of these wellbeing practices in your life, tag us because I'd love to, yeah, I'd love to see you moving your body or fueling it with something healthy or doing a gratitude practice, whatever it is. I'd love to see it. That's it. And that's it. And I just think, you know, even if it's just, you know, committing to the better sleep routine or whatever, whatever it is that you feel like you need in your life right now, I truly believe if you would just take one, one thing of all the things that we've spoken about, you know, movement, nutrition, sleep, intention, affirmations, you know, we've, we've spoken about a lot today. Um, but if you just, yeah, just choose one thing to implement into your life and just commit to it, then just that one thing alone will start having a ripple effect. And, and that's what tends to happen, right? Like when we change one thing, we then start to make improvements to other things as well. So just start, just really? start, just begin, just basically begin. Um, but Anna, look, as always, absolute pleasure to speak with you today. Uh, I think we've covered a lot today about well-being and hopefully just inspire some people to, yeah, really look at the way that they're living their life right now, where they could be making some improvements um, and, and hopefully, yeah, just 
encouraging people to take action you know don't don't wait for this to be over don't say oh when this all is all over i'll yeah. join the gym or i'll do that or do it now like now is the time to do it now is the time to really be working on you and to get yourself in a better physical and mental state so you can get through this and you can be proud of the person that you you know turn out to be at the, at the end of all of this so amazing and uh, thank you for listening and yeah we've got one more episode to go so we'll see you again next week bye guys thank you so much for listening to the mind to lead podcast i really hope you got some great takeaways and key learnings from this episode to help us spread the message please give us a rating and leave us a review we love reading your thoughts and your insights and your learnings and look reach out to me reach out to me on linkedin i'm georgie hubbard reach out to me on instagram i'm georgie l hubbard let's connect i hope you have an incredible day and i look forward to speaking to you all again soon